0: Get ready, get ready for this pipe and hot tea. Get ready. All this hot tea these podcast streets. So get ready. Get ready for this pipe hot tea. tea, time
2: unfiltered. It's your girl tea. Hey tea sippers. I hope you guys are doing good today. Happy Wednesday. There is a lot to get into, and I have my homegirl Emily here with me on Tea Time Unfiltered. Say what's up to the people, Emily.
3: Hey everybody.
2: All right. So like I always tell you guys, the full episode to see all of the video footage that will be included in this podcast, go to Spotify. All you have to do is download the app. It is free and you are able to watch the full video on the Spotify app. Some of this will be posted on YouTube, but the full thing will be on the Spotify app. So anyways, we got to talk about this whole Jeffree Star drama. Um, Emily, it is a mess the girls are fighting the they's thems are fighting (laughs) people are feeling away and um, so let me get started by initially playing the clip of Jeffree Star and what caused him to once again go viral so I'm going to go ahead and play this right now
4: I'm not into all the other bullshit I think what other bullshit? The they and them. Yeah. And all that extra shit that we added during the pandemic because everyone was so bored on their fucking houses. They just started to make up more shit and more, more shit. More stuff, more stuff. Yeah. That's where the conservatives like me because I'm just real. Yeah, you There's do no, have a conservative vibe to you. they and them. You're trans. You're male or you're female. And you're standing and on that. Get so mad when I say that. How are you a they? What the fuck does that mean? As stupid is what it is. Yeah, but you need someone like me that looks like me to say it because if you say it, it turns into you're homophobic. You hate trans people. You hate gays, and it's just how you feel. You don't hate anyone. You just think it's stupid.
2: All right. So you just heard mm. that clip. So Emily, what did you think when you first saw this going viral?
3: Well, I will say um, I do think Jeffrey is trying to have a moment, and I think he knows what is is a hot buck, uh, hot button topic that's very controversial. Uh, controversial. I struggle saying that word for some reason. Controversial. Okay, but anyway, um, yes, so uh, that is a very uh, touchy topic. So um, I kind of see the angle he's going. Uh, I definitely think he's trying to appeal to certain people. Uh, But with that being said, honestly, I I do think a lot of people are confused about it. It is a very um, interesting topic. And I it's confusing. A lot of people don't get it. They don't understand it. And a lot of people do think what he said is, is right. A lot of people agree with them. So I'm not going to totally just hate on him because that, that's a pretty common thing. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That That seems odd to a lot of people.
2: No, I definitely agree. And I agree with Jeffree Star in this instance. Do I agree with everything that Jeffree Star stands for and what he says? No. But in this instance, I believe he's absolutely right. Now, I will say this. I do feel like Jeffree Star is once again looking for controversy even the guy that he's doing the podcast with, if you guys do not know, his name is Taylor LeJuan. And basically he played for the Tennessee Titans. And so he's been the one that he's been kind of hinting at, like I'm talking to a guy in the NFL and me, my NFL boo. So he's been kind of drumming all this up. And then we see this guy, but Taylor is technically married and he's a father of two. So he's not Jeffree Star's quote unquote boo, but Jeffree Star is allegedly smashing one of his friends, who's in the NFL. So they did all of this to me as a rollout for this new podcast that him and Jeffree Star are starring in. Oh, <laughs> no yeah, <pun> absolutely. <laughs> but yeah. with the topic of that, I definitely agree. And what's very interesting with this whole they, them, because I've said the same thing on Instagram and I've been attacked. I've been called transphobic and whatever phobic. They want to call you um, because I'm like, I'm not calling a singular person. They when Sam Smith was trying to push that nonsense, I was like, no, he's Sam Smith moving on to me. When you call somebody, they, them, it sounds like demonic possession. I don't care. It sounds like you have multiple personality disorder. Um, I'm not going to call a singular person. They it doesn't feel comfortable for me to use those words. And why should my comfort be set aside to uplift your comfort? If you feel like that's what makes you comfortable, that's fine, it doesn't make me comfortable. So I should put my comfort aside. For your comfort, I think not. I'm gonna put myself first in this situation. Even when I've had conversations with people who try to be politically correct and use the they, them pronouns, what I've noticed is one, the conversation does not flow because they're so busy thinking.
5: Like, yeah, I need to
2: call this person a they. They're literally stopping as they're talking trying to make themselves and force themselves to talk a certain way. By the time I got done with this conversation with this person who was using they, them pronouns, it literally sounded like we were talking about a band as opposed to the singer Sam Smith.
3: Yeah, I agree. Um, Because, you know, usually whatever someone identifies, usually I try to be very respectful or whatever, but I I get confused. You're trying to have a conversation. You want to be respectful. You don't want to offend anybody or anything like that. But it, it does sound awkward. And a lot of times when I try to be politically correct, I get confused and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to say. Like, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but like, and I'm not the most grammatically correct person to begin with anyways. But a lot of times I'm like, I, I'm not referring to, you know, multiple people. It's just one person. So how do I refer to this person in a past tense? And it, it just doesn't make sense. I, 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 start stuttering. And I don't, you know, it's hard. It's hard to carry on a conversation. It makes things difficult and unnecessary. No, it it really does. And I really feel I agree with him that it
2: comes off as if people are just seeking attention. You know, it's like you can't get attention anymore for being gay. Like, okay, you know, everybody knows a gay person. So it's like, there's no more quote unquote, attention to be had for coming out the closet. Nobody cares. That's your business. And then we have the whole, oh, well, I'm trans. I'm transitioning. Watch me transition. And so now that's been oversaturated. So now what's the next best thing? I'm they, them. I'm non-binary. It's like, you know, let's constantly try to up the ante to show how different I am from everybody else. And, you know, at this point, there's even where they will take off the TH. So it's not even they, them. It's them, them with a V. So instead yeah, of they, saw that. you know, them, and then there's Zig and Zag. Like at this point, y'all are just trying to be funny. I feel like they're trolling at this point.
4: Oh, thank you so much for asking about my pronouns. Everyone misgenders me on my comments. And it means so much that you asked and you're trying to be respectful. So I love you for that. So I use the pronoun Zezer. Um, I chose these pronouns because in my head, they, them as a non-binary person means like like, no gender, but Zzer, for me, feels like it's, um, like, sliding. Like, Z and Zer are very similar to he and him, and she and her, and I just preferred that. Um, so obviously, Z can be used, um, in replace of she, him, and they. And then Zer is used in replace of, um, the other ones. So, I've been getting this question... More and more about my pronouns. Basically,
1: you just use them as they, but instead of the TH, it's a V. So, they, them, their, themselves. Or, if that's still a little bit confusing, here's like the example of every form of it in a sentence. I see this like sentence example thing a lot for most pronouns. So hopefully that's not too
4: confusing. So lots of people asking about my pronouns. They are pronounced Z, Zem, Zer. So Z rhymes with he, Zem rhymes with them, and Zer rhymes with there. Uh, and using them in a sentence, it would be Z is over there. Z is wearing their hat. I like them. I hope that helped.
3: Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for asking this question. And here's how to use ZZIR pronouns in a sentence. Z is such a great person. ZIR's smile is so contagious. In fact, I saw ZIR make a whole audience smile. I think ZIR should be very proud of ZIR's self. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for 20,000 followers. That's crazy. Like what and thank you so much for watching and always watching and i love you all so much like what yeah i do a too
2: dog, uh, of them like what is this like you guys are just butchering the english language and i'm yeah, over it
3: right it's like people sometimes i really like you said i feel like a joke like let's just make a bunch of shit up and see how you know these people so worried about being politically correct how far they'll go like how far can i push it and how dumb can i make them look But then you watch TikToks and shit. And these people are dead ass serious. And I'm like, I'm not saying that. That's the disturbing part. Yes. And have the nerve to get offended or make you feel like you're a piece of shit and a horrible human being because you can't wrap your mind around someone not identifying with the gender. Like, I totally get trans. I totally get, you know, sexuality, gay, stuff like that. I don't understand not identifying with the gender. And I, you know, this is maybe not the perfect example But when you think of like just animals in the world and stuff. Now, there are animals that can change their gender and things like that. But uh, I want to say most animals, unless there's something I'm forgetting, usually have a gender. So it's kind of hard to just relate and understand and think about it. And I get, you know, some people's argument as well. It's not for you to understand. But if I'm having a conversation and I want to properly, you know, call someone the right name without offending them, I need to fucking understand it. And I can't. Right. You know,
2: like I said, once people on TikTok started calling themselves zigs and saying, you know, uh, zig told me and zig thyself, I I just I checked out. I checked out and I'm not entertaining it. I I think we are now entering a new age of where people are so woke their sleep and people are over it. You know, yeah. people don't care anymore. Um, When you have somebody like Jeffree Star, who is clearly, you know, he's gay, he's bi, he's male, he's female, you know, he's like a little bit of everything. And he's talking with common sense and logic. And people who are very conservative are agreeing with Jeffree Star. It says a lot. You know, he's gotten more support from this than anything he's done in a long time. And I agree with it. I don't think it's non-binary phobic I don't even know if that's a word yeah um, it's just at this point people are no longer um entertaining this nonsense because even in the school system here in Minnesota they're saying that teachers are now they have no choice they have to identify kids they have to speak to kids how the children identify regardless of the parents so there's been issues where some of my teacher friends um let's say it's a girl in the classroom and she's telling the teacher she wants to be called john you know she identifies as a boy and she wants to be called john so the teachers are identifying her and calling her john and so when they called the household to talk to the parent about you know john was acting up in class so one of my friends they called the household to talk to the to the mom and they're like yeah john didn't have a really good day and you know john was kind of upset and the mom was like who the fuck is john right my that's daughter's how i would have been <laughs> Okay, I don't know who who is John. Why are you calling yeah. my child John? You got the wrong and house. Was like, well, that's how your child identifies. And the and the mother went off because she had no idea that her child was low-key identifying as something different in school. And the mother was like, No, she's looking for fucking attention because in this house she's called Tatiana. Nobody has ever called her John. Where did this come from? You know, so you have a lot of children who are unfortunately jumping on the bandwagon of TikTok, and they're trying to do something to stand out. Am I saying everyone? No. I'm sure there's some people who are truly, they see themselves as non-binary, and that's their business. But you do have a lot of people who are jumping on bandwagons, and they're doing it because they think it's cool, it's chic, it's a way to get attention. And so now they're putting laws in place where, regardless if you consent as a parent, that teacher has to address your child as whatever pronoun they choose, whatever name they choose. I think it's insane.
3: Yeah, it's, it is. It's um, ridiculous. And, you know, like I was going to say something, but then starting out with, you know, of course we always want to support our kids and, you know, and situate, but I feel like at this point, that should just go without saying why, whenever there's stupid shit going on or just stuff that, and I don't know, maybe I'm getting too old. I don't know, but You always have to start out with kind of saying you have to state the obvious, like -hmm. you can support your kid and have their back and love them and things like that without always subscribing to things that it it just is bizarre. Like the world we live in is just bizarre and it's it's strange and it's stranger than fiction.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely to that point now where it's just insane and he got a lot of backlash for this they accuse him of being transphobic and not supporting non-binary people and you know what i always find interesting about this topic because you know like i said i've been attacked about this topic you know for years mm-hmm. that's why i don't that's why I, why I don't even talk about this topic anymore i could care less honestly that's what this topic has turned to for a lot of people um because you can't have an opinion. And if you do, you're attacked relentlessly. So at this point, most people, they don't care anymore. They don't care what happens. Like that's on you. We don't care. We've checked out. That's your business. You know, And that's kind of how I feel. I've, I've washed my hands of it because I've seen some of the same people in this community have absolutely no problem attacking biological women, disrespecting biological women, I've been attacked by people in the community, you know what I'm saying, for simply having my opinion, just like they have an opinion, but they can always go below the belt. But if I go below the belt and talk about them transitioning and how they still look like a man and this and that, if I get low in the gutter, I'm transphobic, I'm canceled. But they can say all types of wild shit. Now, yeah. even on, on TikTok, you, you, they're calling women birthing people, bleeders, you know, chest people. Oh, I mean, it's insane. And you have women saying, stop saying this. Why are you trying to erase us as biological women? You're acting like you're our replacements. Like, we don't want to be called cisgender. And I've said that before. Don't call me cis. I'm a woman. And I earned my stripes. You know what I'm
4: saying? Oh, boy. White cis women, we need to talk. Take a deep breath. And let's talk. Some of you just now reacted to me saying cis. That defensiveness comes from white supremacy culture. It's okay to be all up in your feelings like that, but it's not okay to use your feelings as an excuse to harm others. We need to pause, allow ourselves to feel our feelings, and process through why those were the feelings that we had. Then you can address the underlying thought that caused that feeling, Only when we have thoroughly processed our feelings and the underlying thoughts will we be in a position to respond appropriately with kindness and thoughtfulness.
1: I don't think the negative emotional reaction comes from a
3: place of white supremacy. And I think I'm entitled to make that statement because I am white and I am not a white supremacist, but I still had a negative reaction to your statement. How do I know I'm not a white supremacist? Because I'm not. That's a very conscious decision that requires action. And I have neither made that decision or taken those actions. Now, why do women have a negative emotional reaction to being called cis? I can tell you why I did. It's because I'm a woman. And adding a prefix to that title, to the thing that I have found a lot of solidarity and pride and purpose inside of um, is demeaning and degrading. I am not a woman, but
4: I am a
3: woman. What makes me a woman is something that I always have been, always will be, and I cannot change. Things are things that I wouldn't want to change even if
4: I could. Maybe when women tell you that their identity is sufficient, you should believe them.
1: Birthing people? No, that's a mother, a woman. How long did we fight for women's rights just for us to be referred to as birthing people? I am not a birther or a birthing person. I'm a woman. Women give birth. Women are mothers. Literally everything... That was fought for for women's rights is going straight down the drain god help the person that ever calls me a birther in labor and the things that they are doing are uniquely feminine i just left like i'm sitting in the car i
3: just left a birth where the woman was in labor for four days She was pushing for over an hour. She nearly lost her mind and was emotionally broken down by the end of this, but she delivered her baby. It was placed on her chest. There were tears in both her and her
1: husband's eyes and the husband leans in close and he whispers, what a woman. It was a beautiful moment. And you
5: know what would have ruined it? What a birthing person.
3: No, we're not about to diminish the battle that women have had to fight to be recognized as badasses and what our bodies are biologically created to do. Don't even get me started on chest feeding. I'm not a birth person.
1: I'm a mother. I'm not chest feeding. I am breastfeeding. Having children is not gender fluid. It is only done by biological females. I am so sick of a female struggle being undermined because everybody else doesn't want to be offended by reality. It is so difficult to carry a child for nine months. It is so difficult to have your world completely turned upside down when a baby passes through your body. It is so hard to deal with this trials and struggles of breastfeeding. You guys do not get to do this. Y'all can call it whatever you wanna call it, but I'm tired of being fed this garbage and being told that I have to swallow this garbage. Mothers are warriors. We're not a fetish, we're not a feeling, we're not an option. If you want to be offended by the statement, then be offended because reality doesn't cater to feeling. It caters to fact.
3: Well, I got really confused by that. And I did have a conversation with a friend of mine and I'm like, I, I just didn't understand it. I was like, well, why, why are you calling me that? Like, I don't get it. And you know, they explained it to me and that's all that's cool and well and, and whatever, but it definitely does seem that it has become a versus, you know, like mm-hmm. it's always biological women versus trans women. And It's always like this kind of battle thing as if it's, uh, you know, I guess, I don't know what else to say besides cisgender women that we're always, we're jealous, we're attacking, you know, we're always so mean and hateful and not, you know, giving dues and all kind of stuff like that when, you know, it kind of seems the other way around.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've seen attacks, of course, on both ends, but really, a lot of people in the trans, you know, have been very nasty, and mean, towards regular women. I'm not calling women cis. I don't know what the hell that means, and I'm not entertaining it.
3: Um, (laughs) Yeah, we're just regular women. (laughs) I'm just not,
2: you know, and it's, it's sad because, like I said, you've seen women on the internet saying, don't call us that. I don't like the word cis and they'll get upset and dig in even deeper but then let somebody not call them by their preferred pronouns let somebody not acknowledge a man who has trained to has transitioned into a woman let somebody not acknowledge them as a woman it's an issue but yeah, it's, it's okay not the same energy good. yeah it's not and that's that's my issue it's just the hypocrisy even mm-hmm. case in point i remember i was on hollywood unlocked and there was some man um he looked like a full man i mean he had a beard and everything and he was upset because he was trying to go into the women's bathroom. And I guess some of the women started freaking out. And his own friends were like, dude, like you still look like a man. Like, you know, just go in the man's bathroom. And he went out, I don't know if you saw it. He, he went viral and he was really upset. He was crying and he felt like his own friends didn't support him.
4: My name is Kaylee. And then my group of friends, I thought my friends were all starting to yell at me saying I escalated and because she had two kids. I, I didn't even see the kids. They were there and I just lost it. Fight, fight or freeze and I fought. You don't know what it's like to be a trans person. And, and then my one friend started yelling at me And neither one stood up for them. They blame me that I was the one that was at fault.
2: That, you know, regardless, he thinks he's a woman. He feels like a woman. He's still, you know, trying to, I guess, sort out the physicalities of his face. And so he felt like they should have had his back. And what was so funny was that Tokyo Vanity, is that her name? The one that does makeup for Cardi?
3: um Styles Tokyo Styles
2: Tokyo Styles I'm, I guess all these Tokyos mixed. Yeah, up. there's a lot
3: of Tokyos. <laughs> there's <literally>
2: like <laughs> ten of them, but yeah, Tokyo yeah. Styles. She jumped in the comment and was laughing like she had wrote like a little snarky comment like. Mm. And so people started getting on her, not only biological women, but trans women were getting on her. Like, how dare you? Like, weren't you a man? Like, oh, it's easy for you to judge because you have the money to yeah. aesthetically look like a woman because Tokyo looks like a female. I mean, she's gorgeous. Yeah, but yeah. not everybody has that privilege. So right. I was just reading the comments blown away that, you know, even in their own community, there's hypocrisy. So you're even clowning somebody who identifies as a woman who says they're trans, but because they don't look aesthetically like a woman like you do, you're even looking down on them and writing snarky comments. Yeah. And people were going at her for that. you know. So it's funny that a person in the community can look down at people who don't look like women or who haven't fully transitioned or who aren't able to quote unquote pass. But then when a biological woman says, hey, you look like a man and I'm nervous with you being in here in the bathroom, it's transphobic. When there's even people who do the same thing in the community. So right. I I found that really interesting that people were lighting her ass up in that comment section. Yeah, I don't know as the they should. Still, yeah, I don't know if the comments are still there, if it was deleted. This was like a few weeks ago. Um, but I thought it was very interesting because... I would think being that, you know, they're trying to fight for equal representation that you would support your trans, you know, sister, even though yeah. your trans sister has a full beard and looks like a grown six foot two man. <laughs> he says he's trans support him. But she she didn't have that same energy. And yeah, like, she didn't lighten her up great. for that.
3: Well, you know, I, I think and this could be a, a wrong analogy, but it seems like in the real world, I would say that most people I feel like. Are not so worried about everybody else you know what i mean like there's d- different communities and things like that and I'm not saying this for everybody i think social media makes things so much worse because yeah. everybody has an opinion the hypocrisy is crazy um and in real life most people just okay you're you're trans or you're non-binary which I don't, back to Jeffrey Star, I don't even understand why they're calling him transphobic because I thought trans and non-binary were two totally different things, but that, you know, like I said, shit, I'm old. I, maybe I missed that. But um anyways, you know, most people seem, well, I'm not going to say most, but a lot of times maybe I'm just looking at things from my perspective, whatever someone has going on in their life and things like that, it, it's not a problem. I don't care. I'm not offended by anybody who's trans, who's gay. You know, I, I, there's great people in all communities. And then there's usually always going to be like that small percentage that's like just dicks and make everybody look like assholes. But once you put it on social media, it gets amplified and it gets controversial and it just really brings out a lot of ugliness in people. And it'll make me feel the way sometimes toward a group of people when I'm like, well, it might not even be like that in real life. It's just social media and the hypocrisy and the crazy shit, because I've yet to hear anybody call anybody a vim. I live in the South, too, though, so I don't know if they're going to be doing all that shit down here. But, you know, I have never heard that until social media. And I'm like, is this a fucking joke? But it's not. Right. It's, it's it's real. Yeah, I didn't
2: think it was a real thing either. But then, like I said, I they have were dead ass serious.
3: Yeah, I have friends
2: who teach and they're told in the school system they have to call these kids they them if that's what they want to be identified as. And like I said, you know, the whole situation to me is just gotten so convoluted. So at what point, you know, are they going to eventually make it where people can just identify as whatever they want? You know, if somebody can be a V them, which is I mean, first of all, just pronouncing it is weird it's not even spelled grammatically correct, yeah. but if they can be that and we have to take them seriously, at what point can I decide I want to be a white woman and I want all the benefits that come with white privilege? You get know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, mean, right. I mean, just keeping right. it real, like, when do we get that option to just pick whatever race we want to be, you yeah, know, no. so that way we don't get judged as harshly when we apply for loans. Exactly. You know,
3: so. Shit. I want them low interest rates too. You know, I, I feel you. <laughs>
2: Hey you guys, I hope you guys are doing good today. Today's show sponsor is BetterHelp. And as you guys know, a lot of people are going through it. People are really stressed out. We have the cost of living going up and a lot of people do not know what their future may look like in 2023. Did you know that a licensed therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. Talking out your issues, problems, and fears with a licensed therapist can help you become less stressed and more confident in accomplishing your goals. So if you're thinking about trying out therapy, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, it's accessible, and it's all online. All you have to do is go onto their website and fill out a short survey, and they'll match you with one of their hundreds of licensed therapists. And also don't forget that if you're not clicking with that therapist, you can switch therapists at any time. So you're never gonna be stuck with one particular therapist. So if you wanna be a better problem solver and get your goals accomplished, therapy can definitely get you there. So make sure you guys go on to betterhelp.com slash slow to get 10% off of your first month. So once again, go onto the website, betterhelp.com slash sipslow to save 10% off your first month. So make sure you guys check them out.
3: (laughs) So I get it. And then, you know, I can't remember and I'm, I don't even remember who it was, but it was a long time ago when I laughed at it. And I'm like, this dude's a fucking idiot. Cause I felt like, you know, he was being homophobic or something like that. But, uh, or I don't even know what phobic, but it was a long time ago. And I remember him talking, it was something and he's like, well, people are going to start identifying as frogs before too long. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, you idiot. But now things are getting so crazy. It's like you, you really never know. You never know nowadays. No, you don't. And, and if you say anything or if you think it's odd or you're confused or, you know, not not even say I want to be educated, but I think most people's like reaction is like, okay, that that's different. All right. Uh, that's, that's whatever. And then all of a sudden you're a piece of shit. You hate everybody. You're a bigot. You're a phobic. You're this like, fuck you, you piece of shit. You need to die. It's like the reaction that people get when you're just like, that's odd. That's weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
2: And, you know, and like you said. In the real world, a lot of these conversations are not even taking place. A lot of the drama just stems on social media.
4: In the real world,
2: I think for the most part, people are respectful, you know, and most people, again, like I said, I'm not around people who consider themselves they them. Like, I don't have people like that in my friend group. I don't know anybody, you know what I'm saying? But for me, I'd rather call you by your name. So whatever your name is, I'd rather just address you by your name. If your name is Stacy, cool. Um, if your name is, you know, Michael, cool. I'll address you by that because I know I'm not going to be able to have a normal conversation with you or about you saying they them. That doesn't work for me. Right. But I still want to be respectful so we can meet in the middle and let me just call you what your name is. Whatever name you go by, I will call you that. If you want to be called Starshell Seashell, I'll call you that, too. But I'm not going to butcher my vocabulary to make somebody comfortable. I'm not doing that. That's what me personally, that's why I draw the line and I have the right to draw that line. Now, mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. thing I will say is that, like I always say, a lot of the crazies have the biggest voice on social media, right? Oh yeah. If you went off of social media, you would think that gay people are offended by everything. I have a bunch of gay friends and half this stuff that goes viral that supposedly gay people are offended by, they don't care. You know, right. case in point, that whole um Michael Myers situation that went down, like, last summer, when they're oh, like, oh, oh, he's homophobic, he killed two gay men. It's like, bruh, Michael Myers has he killed kills everybody. kills everybody. Right. Black women, black men, white women, white, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, kids. And so they were so upset about this. Yeah, like, but killed his again. own fucking
3: family. Like, he's exactly. got smoke for everybody.
2: Exactly. And it's like. What was so funny is that literally every gay person I knew did not give a shit about this story. Yeah. Like this this story came from the pits of hell. Like nobody <laughs> was stressing over Michael Myers like what the hell is this? And so there's a trans uh, man, it's a woman who turned into a man and he goes by the name Prince Dimitri and these are the people I love. People who have common sense and who speak up against just the craziness. And he came out, he went viral for basically saying that we need to stop trying to erase biological women out of the equation. We need to stop calling them chest feeders and pregnancy people, and it's not okay. Like we can still acknowledge that they are real biological women. He even says, even though I've transitioned and I consider myself a man, I know biologically I'm still a woman. And I just thought it was just so dope what he had to say. So I'm gonna go ahead and play. All
6: right, so y'all not about to like what I gotta say, but I'm about to say it. So I'm about to call out the trans community on a lot of bullshit. And I'm not coming to you guys as a female to male trans man. I'm coming to you guys as a biological woman because that's what I am at the end of the day. Yep, I said that. First and foremost, the original intent behind the trans community was to illustrate the difference between sex and gender. Your sex being your biological makeup And your gender being how you would like to be socially regarded in regards to pronouns like he, him, she, her, they, them, and all the other ones in between. But I'm starting to sense a different tone that's actually been happening within the trans community over the course of like maybe the past three to five years. And that is the hijacking and ultimately the erasure of the woman. And so now I, as a trans man slash biological woman, have to come up and come out of my identity and go back to my biology and say, hey, y'all need to goddamn motherfucking stop. Because there's this this thing where we want to kind of broaden out what it means to be a woman and say, oh, well, they're birthing persons or they're people who menstruate or they're breastfeeding persons and all this bullshit that I just can't stand with. Because at this point. We're trying to erase the biology behind what it means to be a woman. And, and that's that's not what we're about to do. I'm not about to do it with y'all. And I get it, I get it. Y'all want to do it for the sake of inclusion, but no, we that's not inclusive. That's called erasure. That's literally erasing an entire gender and what, what it means to be that specific gender from a biological standpoint. And I thought that that's the very thing we were trying to separate when it pertains to gender was the biology but it appears that we're just trying to erase it you're trying to erase the biology and that's what we're not about to do so now i have to set aside my identity and go back to my roots to reaffirm women to let y'all know that we're not about to do that and the moment i see a trans person trying to do that and say oh i'm the people who mentioned nah we're not about to do it because we're not we're not doing that to the men it sounds like misogyny We don't say men uh, uh, that they are persons who ejaculate. We don't say persons who have boners. We don't do that. But why are we doing that to the women? Why? Oh, misogyny. Okay. And this is primarily why the world does not take our community serious. Because we do shit like this. We do shit that literally does not make sense and does not even remotely align with what we were originally trying to do. And so that's why I'm like, no, I don't associate with that. So if you don't like my message, I don't even care because you're, you're, you're proving the world right about our fucking community. I really wish that this was a joke, but I'm almost 100% certain that it's not. So this person says respect due to you as a fellow trans brother. I respectfully cannot agree as I can't fully stand with cis women against my trans sisters. All right, bro. First and foremost, I don't have any respect for you after this statement, because it is only revealing your willful ignorance. So, women have spoken out, bro. They are telling us verbatim that they do not want to be called cis women. That they don't want to be called and referred to as birthing persons or people who can menstruate or chest feeding persons. No. They want to be referred to as women. And somehow, by me acknowledging and respecting that very simple fact, that somehow would pin me against trans women. Why Why is it that trans women and women can't exist next to each other? Why is it that we can refer to trans women as women, but we can't refer to fucking women as women? That is the mockery that this community is creating. And that I will not stand with, my dude. And this is the mental gymnastics that I told people I would not perform when it pertains to religion, politics, uh, social issues, because this is what it creates. It creates people who think like you. It creates people who do not want to be mentally and, and intellectually honest when it pertains to a particular subject. Women are quite literally telling us that they want to be called women, and that is it. And so, because of that simple fact, I will call women women, and that is it. So if you don't like that, you can take your bullshit elsewhere.
2: Mm, I Thank really, my uh, Prince yeah. Dimitri looks like a full blown man. He's he d- yes, he's Prince Max, honey. Kind of cute. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the cis woman in me. Yeah. <laughs> no,
3: he, he looks good. I feel yeah, you. Man, I feel so. you. Yes, mm-hmm. but, but I, he I some do really agree. Good points. Yeah, I really like. Why does it have to be so divisive? Why that? That's like all I kept thinking is, why does it have to be a versus? Why does it have to be so divisive? Why can't it just, like you said, coexist at the same time? It doesn't have to be, um, you know, them versus us or what? Like everybody can live in, in harmony together, and you know, identify or call people what they want to be called. Uh, whether it's, okay, you're a woman or you're a cis woman or you're a trans woman or you're a woman. It, why can't it just be that? Why does it have to always be a versus and taking things away? Right, right. Yeah,
2: no, he made some really good points. And I think, like I said, because the few crazies are the loudest in these communities. Yeah. They get the most attention. And people who are more sane and just see things logical, you know, like him and others, you know, they get, Called out, cussed out, shamed. I mean, there's a, a beautiful trans woman in the Discord, and I love Dini. And she even talks about how, you know, when she speaks up against, like, young people getting, going under transitional surgery under the age of 18, she doesn't agree with that at all. And yeah. when she speaks out about it, she gets attacked by her fellow trans people like, shut up. You're judging. You know, what I mean, and she's just like, no, I think people should wait until they're a certain age, until their brains are fully developed. And then you wouldn't have people, you know, five years down the line once they're 24, 25, 26 coming back out and saying that they regret that they transitioned and they want to detransition. You know, right. this is coming from somebody who's gone through it. And people will try and shut her down and silence her because they don't want to hear opposing views. It's like if you don't agree 100 percent, you're just the bad guy. And I think it's sad. But I think one thing I will say with this whole Jeffree Star situation to swing back to him is that this definitely caused really good dialogue, really open dialogue. Oh, yeah. That I haven't seen in a while where people are saying, you know, like, yeah, I can respect. If you want me, you know, if you're trans and you want me to call you a woman or a man, I can at least do that because again, it's a singular person, but for a lot of people, they're not entertaining the non-binary they, them zigzag. They're just not going to do it. And I think, you know, when you're trying to force people to speak a certain way or to look at things a certain way, it ends up turning people off where they just don't care and they wash their hands of it.
3: Yeah. And, um, like you said, I really, I enjoy the dialogue behind it. And um, uh, I'm here for all the conversations and the different views and things like that. Uh, A lot of times conversations like this are considered more, you know, kitchen table talk, because the second that you say something that even, you know, if your intentions aren't bad, or you don't agree with something, that doesn't mean that it's backed by hate, or that because you don't want to call someone them or they, that you hate that person and you hope horrible things happen to them. That's not always the case. A lot of times people just, okay, I'm not feeling that, or I don't understand it. Right. So now Jeffree
2: Star is addressing the controversy. So I want to go ahead and play that. He's even talking about suing bloggers for trying to, you know, lie on his name. So we're going to go ahead and listen to that really quick.
4: Over the last few days, I have learned that being yourself, having an opinion, not always agreeing with everyone. Those three things are scary to the average bear. If they can't be put in a box pre-labeled and everything's already wrapped up with explanations in this thing, it's scary to them. You know what I'm not gonna do? Back down from my opinion, from science, from facts, Um, and just overall, I didn't even say anything crazy, Um, but, the media is crazy, so what I am gonna do, I am gonna take something out of Cardi B's book. You wanna hear it? I'm in such a different place mentally. I'm at peace, I'm so happy, um, and I'm definitely gonna be doing a lot of TV appearances, podcasts, and there's a lot of big things in the works, and my brand is just keeps growing and growing. It's just so fucking phenomenal. So yes, bitch, I'm back. And what we're not gonna do is lie on my name. So anyone creating a lie meaning the media outlet, I'm gonna Cardi B you. I'm gonna file a lawsuit because you are fucking lying on my name. I just went on and I saw a few outlets saying that I'm transphobic. Jeffree Star, who has five transgender employees. I have over 100 employees of all different ethnicities, a brand that is inclusive to the entire world. What we're not gonna do is lie. So if you posted an article saying anything like that, you better delete it, Miss Thing, because I'm fucking coming. All I said was this, I don't agree with pronouns. That's it. So you know how Cardi B sued that woman and, well, the lady don't have any money, but Cardi B won, allegedly, a lot of money from the lawsuit, even though she'll never get it. It's still the point of she won. That was phenomenal for someone like me that has been abused and dragged through the mud. Now we all know all my past mistakes, girl. Every time that I have an opinion, everyone has to bring up everything from the past. <sighs> Bitch, it's, that's getting so old. But what the Cardi B lawsuit taught me is that the media has been publishing lies forever, right? But they legally can't anymore. And that really proved a point. So don't fucking call me transphobic. Don't call me anything that I'm not. I simply stated my opinion. And it's so funny how many woke, crazy ass people are trying to come for me. But the support and the understanding and the common sense from millions of people that I've seen over the last few days, it made me, it made me realize I'm, the planet's not that awful. Like people get it. It's just social media, and they love to drag Miss Jeffrey Lynn. Also, shout out to so many amazing, beautiful transgender people and the LGBT community in my DMs, writing me. Um, just thank you. I know the Internet's crazy, and thank you for having my back and always just being amazing. It truly means a lot, um, because sometimes, girl... But anyway...
2: So that is what that Jeffrey looks thought. good. I'm tell- I don't know what the hell Jeffrey done did to his face. But, he honey, he's been giving, good. you know, handsome, uh eye, zigzag realness. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> But, yes, his face, child, he's been looking good these last few podcasts.
3: Yes, I'm here for it, Jeffrey. He does look so good. So I'm, I'm, he looks good. <laughs>
2: he's in a happier space. And maybe yeah. he's just living in his truth. He's not involved in a bunch of mess and, you know, being in competition with the James Charles and the Tatis and stuff like that. But you know, like I said, Jeffrey is speaking his opinion, just like we're speaking our opinion on this podcast, and
3: the
2: mm-hmm. right to his opinion, just like I have the right to my opinion. And we should all be able to state how we feel in a respectful manner. And for some people, they draw the line at certain things. Just like I couldn't be mad if I was telling people to, you know, address me as, you know, Beyonce because that's how I identify. And people <laughs> are like, no, you look nothing like Beyonce. I'm not addri- I'm not going to identify you as a Beyonce. Like, absolutely not. I can't then get in my feelings. And, you yeah. know, you can laugh and be like, oh, that's ridiculous. But so is Zig and Zog.
3: Yeah, no, you're right.
2: You know, so same thing, you know, I feel that I feel that particular way about it. And I feel like it's just gotten out of control now. And more of this is about people who want attention and because they don't fit a particular box or they're not able to get attention from coming out the closet or for from or for transitioning. Well, now let's start this whole other category where I can get attention for being a they them. Remember, Demi Lovato tried the same mess, said she wanted to be called they them. No one paid her any mind. And now she's back to being called what she is, which is a she, a woman. You know, so uh, especially a lot of these celebrities, it's like they do this for attention and to go viral. And when people don't play into their games, it's like, okay, well, let's just go back to business as usual.
3: Yeah, Demi, I felt like, and it seemed like nobody was really filling her with that. Like even people amongst like the community were like, "Girl, go on somewhere." Like I, I don't know, it just it felt very unauthentic with her.
2: Yeah, no, it definitely did. It just came off as more attention seeking. And that's the thing, like I always tell like my friends in the LGBT, like stop letting these people use you guys for attention and use y'all as accessories and use y'all as like a marketing, you know, campaign.
5: Yeah. Taking on the the plight
3: of other people just so they can try to benefit and, you know, play off of other people's emotions. When they don't understand the struggles, they don't understand what it really is to go through that, but they just want to have a moment.
2: Yeah. And that's what a lot of it is. You know, Um, it's just, at this point, it's just getting out of control for a lot of people. So I'm glad Jeffree Star brought up the conversation, but definitely understand that I do see through it that he is talking about more controversial issues because he's trying to tap into a different fan base.
3: He knows many people- He's pulling a Miley Cyrus.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, because before he was extremely liberal and, oh, anything goes. And so now that, you know, a lot of the people from the makeup community and a lot of people who know him, you know, the original Jeffrey- a lot of them are not there like that because they're over the drama. So now let me tap into a different base, which is the more conservatives, you know, conservatism mm-hmm. and things like that. So, I mean, just even using the word conservative and Jeffree Star, the fact that they're both in the same category is just mind blowing to me because there's nothing conservative about Jeffrey, But some of his ideas and some of his thoughts do lean more conservative. But it's very interesting because when you physically look at him, he doesn't come off as conservative.
3: Right. No, he, I I would have never thought he was thinking that, but I, I definitely think he's doing a, you know, a, a Miley. He's trying to appease to more of the conservative people, broaden his fan base. And, you know, I'm sure it's more lucrative. Exactly. he's standing out, you know, everybody kind of goes with the more, or not everybody, but, you know, nobody wants to go against the grain, but when you do, there's so many people that's like, yeah, I think that too. And they, they support. So. I'm with you. I I see through uh, Ms. Jeffrey's, um, his bullshit. But, I mean, I do think also at the same, too, you know, I think he has a point as well, though. Right. Exactly. Well, on that
2: note, let's go ahead and segue into this drama with T.I. So, yesterday on my um, live stream, I had talked about how Lil Boosie was going off on T.I. He felt like T.I. was a flat-out snitch. Um, He felt like there was no excuse because if you guys don't know, T.I. came out with a story a little bit after Little Dirk was reported to have basically put this shooting on King Von and King Von has since died. And so that caused, you know, a lot of discussion as to, you know, is it ever okay to pin dirt on your dead homies or dead family members? And T.I. decided to volunteer some information that absolutely nobody asked for. So Mm -hmm. let's start there. And so once he got drugged by Boosie and others for basically being a snitch and putting stuff on his dead homie, now he's going on another run um, and he's basically letting people know that what he had initially stated before was just a joke. Mm. <sighs> I'm he sure actually it was. He's a comedian, but okay, sir. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and play this clip really quick here.
7: Because but it came from a conversation that my partner and i were having and that conversation was hey bro if me and you catch a case together and i die before you it's mine right it's mine he's like nah, i can't do that yes you can it's mine why don't why can't you right i don't understand it damn man can't go to jail i just don't understand it. right you understand i mean and he said nah i can't do it you know what i mean he said man i can't really say nothing about anybody who do, but I can't do it. So off of that conversation, I created a set of circumstances. You know what I mean? Right. And I thought that the embellishment was clear when I said I talked to my cousin and he told me. They didn't get the satire in the conversation, they, they didn't. didn't get the change of infliction of voice, they didn't get the fact that you was basically being Man. sarcastic. Humor, sarcasm, satire right you satire. Said too much of a shit for him. Let's call it. Sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. He was fucking yeah. around. Pull us over, pull us over. I have a gun. Why are we going through the court process? <laughs> and so we caught no gun cases to mm-hmm. that. And you know, my lawyer said, Well, you know. I could make everything go away if it, if it was if it was two if it was Tremell's after he had passed. I had a talk with him. What to say? Say I take all the charges you got. Mm. If you could walk away free and put it on me, goddamn right. So is that so, what boys giving you shit about because you put it on? Nah, hell nah. Okay, nah, nah. don't nobody even know about that. I just volunteered. This <laughs> <every day. laughs> don't nobody even know about that. I'm just being honest. Yeah. That's the only time mm. that you. I done never said or gained no information about nobody because that's my cousin, my big cousin. Hmm. He was dead and he told me that it was okay. <laughs> so I have a-
2: All right. So oh, y'all gosh, just heard
3: that clip. He's a cornball. He's so full of shit. He's full of shit. And he's full of shit. That was, he was not joking. That was a very detailed story for one. And I also will say now, I, I ain't about that life, but I I didn't know that was something people would get mad over to begin with.
2: Yeah. I mean, you would think that people wouldn't get mad over it, but they still consider it snitching, which to me is silly because the person's dead. So what are they going to do? But I believe that I don't think he, he said that in a joking way. I think he was trying to go viral for Mm -hmm. clicks and views and it backfired. So now he's trying to go on another podcast and walk it back. Just like when you think about the whole vagina gate situation when he claimed that he still took his daughter to go get her hymen checked, and that mm-hmm. went viral all over the media and people were dragging, even mainstream media was dragging him. Then he tried to come back out and say that well, it was just a joke. It was just a joke. But it's like TI, we at up at till that point, we've never known you to be a comedian. So what what where is the joke? We know you to be a rapper. Now in 2023, he does do comedy shows, I guess, and stand-up, but even still, he's just not, not funny. funny. He doesn't have a funny personality. Like if this was anybody else, let's say this was like Michael Blackston telling this story or D-Ray Davis, even though they're well-known comedians. There's a way they would tell it where you knew that they're being funny. When exactly. T. tells the story, I don't get a funny vibe. I'm literally watching it with a serious face. Like nothing about it came off to me as jokingly or it wasn't true. So he's just weird. I I don't get it. Like, then he's trying to say, well, y'all missed the part where I said that I talked to my cousin. How can I talk to my cousin if he done died? Well, nobody got that because it went everybody's head because we're assuming you talked to your cousin before he passed. And he says in the event something happens to us while we're about to be out doing this dirt, you know, in case I get shot or hit, pin it on me. That's how I looked at it, that they were together having this conversation beforehand.
3: Yeah. And then I, I will say when he was saying that, because, you know, the dude's like, well, what would he say? You know, it, I kind of meant I took it as, OK, he was trying to be funny at that point. Like, oh, well, I talked to him kind of, you know, like when you have a loved one that passed away and you're like, they're looking over me. You go to their, uh you know, where their ashes or their tombstone is, you know, and you talk to them in a way like that. That's kind of how I took it. And he was just trying to kind of throw a little sauce on there and be funny. But I never once was like, oh, this is a whole made up story. Because we were actually watching. I can't remember who it was. The dude was funny as hell, though. We were watching a comedy special earlier and the guy was telling a story. And I'm like, is this real? Like, there's no way this is real. But then you as it went on, you're like, oh, he's full shit. It's just part of the bit, you know, just like Dave Chappelle and all his stories when he'll be talking about uh, on his last couple of specials. You know, they're not true. A lot of them are made up. Now, some of them might be. I don't know. But this, I do not believe for one second that he was joking and this was satire and this is all made up.
2: Exactly. You know, and that's the part that's just like, just say you're trying to walk it back because he looks crazy. Because again, if he was really joking, then why didn't, why wasn't Boosie and all your inside, you know, your crew or whatever, your friends, why weren't they in on the joke? Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. I just I you know obviously Boosie thought it was very real because he blasted him on Vlad TV. I mean Boosie went off about the situation.
3: Boosie stays but, on Vlad. Yeah, well, he child, he might <laughs> they might
2: call that Boosie TV. Right. <laughs> Vlad, Vlad and Boosie. But know. you know, the whole thing is just it's it's funny because it's like if he was really lying or joking, he would have said that right away. Because even in the comment section, when the first went viral, people were dragging him. Like, oh, he's a snitch and oh, that's you know, that's messed up. So at that point, why didn't he come out? You know, what I'm saying weeks ago and say, hey, y'all, chill out, it's just a joke. Right. That would have been everything.
3: Yeah. Instead, he waited till till Boosie went off on him. And I'm still surprised. Like, I'm really like, that counts. I can't believe that counts. But you know, like I said, I'm not about that life. So I don't, you know, what whatever that, you know, that is. But um, with T.I., th- that always seems to be kind of like his default. Oh, I was joking. I wasn't being serious. Yes, you were. Qu- bullshit. Right,
2: right. And that's the thing, you know, when you're supposed to be street and you're supposed to be hood, there's snitching and joking don't go hand in hand. In the street, snitching is a big deal. When you're a street person and you're doing dirt, you know the ramifications if you get caught. And so for you to then turn around and snitch on somebody, that's not a good look. So I I don't know street people who sit there and joke about snitching. So Mm -hmm. I'm not buying it. I think he's trying to walk it back because of the backlash from Lil Boosie. And he feels away. So now it's, you know, it was just a joke. Well, when he was getting backlash, when the video was going viral, he should have said something then.
3: I'm sure, uh, what's his name? WAC 100 will have uh, paperwork on it before too long. (laughs) And we'll know the truth. get his his audio together and his Uh headphones ready to go in. Yep, that's right. We'll all know soon enough. Just give WAC some time.
2: Exactly. Yeah, so that whole situation is a mess. So I wanted to go ahead and segue last but not least and talk about this whole Tommy debacle. And I know Mm -hmm. you've been kind of keeping up with it. She's been in the blogs lately. I know she was um, viral the other day because supposedly she had some guy who had been stalking her for five years show up at her house. And it just looks so fake and staged to me. It looked like nonsense. So I want to go ahead and play that clip really quick. It was on um, TikTok where this guy shows up um, to where she's staying and she's calling herself, trying to confront him. And the guy looks like he's kind of slow. You know, like he's kind of yeah. off. Like there's something, you know, like he's not all there. I don't know if he's high. I don't know. It's like they put him up to it. Now, I just didn't find it funny. I thought it was kind of
0: sad. Yeah, Let me yeah, go ahead and say this really quick. I know you, but how do you know me? How How, how did you get here? I've been here? talking to you. You've been talking to me? Yeah. I didn't give you it's my me. address. What do you mean it's you? It's me. From where? What is going on? Who is this? Who sent you here? Nobody sent me here. How do you know why I? It's me, baby. It's me. What are you talking, bro? You know tight, right? Papa Bear, it's me. Who the f- is Papa? Bear? Do you know tight? Why, why are you recording me? Because nigga, I'm scared. How the f*** you got my address? Don't so come here with no flap. Cause what is this? Who who sent you? You know you don't know want this. Give them to me, cause I love flowers. But we gonna get to the bottom of this. Who, who sent you here for real, why the balloon deflated? Can I come in? Hell no! Nah. F- who is this man? Tight? Ain't this your little friend? Cause he just came to my house. I told you I wanted. Ain't this your little friend? Cause he just came to my house. Yeah. How you know That's why I said, girl. He had the door talking about you. You, girl. What is wrong? What? He said he got a delivery for me, so I'm waiting for a delivery from somebody else. This man that came to my house, Ty. how how this man know where I live. Ryan, how you know
1: where Tommy
0: lives? at? Ass hell. Ryan, you oh, finna God. get fucked up. I promise you. Say something to her. How you knew where I'm at? Yo. How you found out where Tommy lived How you know where she lives? Yes, it ain't on nowhere. This is my Airbnb property. This ain't even my real house. Well, how did you know where... What is wrong with you?
1: Tell me, he said said he's been talking to
0: you for five years. Ty, he is a liar. I I don't know this man. I only seen this man on your page.
2: So today's show sponsor is ZocDoc. Picture it, you have a bunch of symptoms, your head is hurting, you're not feeling good. You don't know if you have the common cold or C19. So you're Googling and Googling your symptoms and you end up going down this TikTok rabbit hole where you're giving all of this advice from so-called experts. So if you don't know, there are way better ways to get answers to your questions and to get the care that you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. ZocDoc is the only free app that allows you to find and book doctors that are patient reviewed. They take all insurances and they are available whenever you need them. And they basically can treat anything under the sun. So book an appointment with just a few taps of the app and start feeling a lot better with ZocDoc. And with ZocDoc, there are no alarms, there's no surprises. Make sure you go on to ZocDoc.com slash SipSlow. Once you get on there, you want to go ahead and download the app for free and then find a top-rated doctor, book an appointment with them, and start feeling better today. Many appointments are available in less than 24 hours. So once again, go on to zocdoc dot com slash SipSlow. Once again, go on to com slash sip slow to start feeling better today. All right, so you just watched that clip. So what did you think about that? To me, it just looks staged.
3: Yeah, whenever she was like, let me go ahead and take these flowers because I love me some flowers. Now, Tommy might really just be fucking crazy. I don't know. I'm sure, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, no. It, so either, I think it's one of two things. I think either... Um, it was just totally staged and totally fake um, or that Tommy might have had something to do. Maybe they really were scamming that guy and maybe she had something to do with it. And she's just putting on for the camera to make it look like, you know, I ain't got nothing to do with any of this. These people have been, you know, lying under me, blah, 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 whatever, to kind of clear her own name. Right, because I feel like at this point they're doing anything
2: to bring attention to the Zeus Network and their show, um, because today she's viral once again for some more fuckery. Um, basically, she got into it concerning Chris Brown and his child and the child's mother. If you want to go ahead and explain
3: that more. So um, there, there's two stories being told, but there's more people that are, you know, it's Tommy's word against pretty much all the people that are you know affiliated with Zeus and the the baddies and all that. Um, but Natalie Nunn had got them backstage passes and got them to a Chris Brown show or concert in London and they were all backstage and they said, Tommy was drunk as hell and uh, possibly high. excuse me. And anyways, they were walking by and Tommy saw his son and she was like, Oh, that's the baby Baby's So cute. And they picked the baby up and took him to the room and closed the door. And then they were saying that Tommy like started, they smack, she smashed the door was their word. So I don't know if that means she slammed it. She started banging on it. And, of course, security came out. They went ham. Jonathan was having to whoop security's ass, and it was just a whole fiasco. Um, and then Tommy said that's not what happened. She said that the baby was already in the room. She said, oh, that's the baby. And the mom just, you know, slammed the door in her face. And she was like, okay, whatever. We'll fuck them. So they're saying she was like, fuck Chris Brown. Uh, fuck Chris Brown. Fuck that baby. All that shit. And then that's what led up to her and Natalie getting in a fight and her smacking the dog shit out of Natalie and scrubs, by the way, it was interesting attire.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and play this clip of people talking about it. They are about all this foolishness from the United States over there to where they at in France,
3: Uh, London,
2: in London, over there to London. The UK did not ask for this ratchetness, but the UK got it. Okay. Zeus
3: is coming through. Oh gosh. They're
2: now global. So we're gonna go ahead and watch this real quick. <laughs> At the time of our, our life, Natalie got us backstage with Chris Brown. Once we was headed to our section with Chris Brown and a little back no. to wait till the, Why the fuck did Tommy see Chris Brown baby and was like, oh, her his baby is so
0: cute. And they grabbed the baby and put him in a room. She smacked the door in. They went ballistic. Why would you do something like that? And it put me and Jonathan and, and Natalie. Natalie in danger. We literally had to fight off Three different niggas because of what
2: Tommy did. And she was drunk.
4: She's starting I don't even know if nice. that bitch was
2: high. I'm in not, a row. Oh, this is the second time. It's we are in London, guys. We are in Tommy's London. Phone. And then she started to, to proceed to scream out, fuck Chris Brown's baby. Fuck Chris Brown's baby. Like, why would you say something like that? All right. So it is a mess. Um, then Natalie Nunn says this. She says, look at this wild ass bitch with a knife, attempted murder, uncontrollable. I can't wait to rock her on Saturday. Girl, you done lost your mind. Say no to drugs, kids. Make sure you subscribe to this Saturday's fight. Ain't no knives in the ring. Ain't none of that. All this 190 pounds, I promise is going to rock your entire shit. Ain't no sneaking. Ain't no hair pulling. You're absolutely about to get your teeth knocked in. Say bye bye to your fake teeth, sweetie at the Zeus network. So she's responding to a fight that she had with Tommy. So I'm gonna show y'all the fight right now. Who
0: said that?
3: Damn, how convenient. They were recording.
0: Right. Who said that? No, 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 no. Who said
2: that? Oh. All right, so now I'm going to go ahead and play the clip of Natalie. No, excuse me, not Natalie. Tommy talking about her side of what happened with the Chris Brown
0: situation. Um, Tommy, did Tommy ain't do nothing but say, "Oh, that's a baby and a bitch slammed the door in my face quickly. And ain't no pressure, bitch. Cool. I, I know how I am by my kids. Bitch, you don't want to see your baby cool. I don't give a fuck about no motherfucking baby. Fuck your baby. And fuck his daddy, too. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> really? I
2: know, that's right.
0: Right. <laughs> right. Like, girl, I ain't pressed by no motherfucking baby. Fuck him. All y'all look no as fuck. <laughs> fuck all of y'all motherfuckers. Oh bitch, that baby look like he got a little something going on when I'm scared of the baby, bitch. Oh my God. eyes caught like a pistol, bitch. I don't care about that
3: baby. Oh
0: fuck y'all. Bitch
3: not a little mad at that baby if that if her story the baby
2: was cock-eyed and looked albino (laughs) like what
3: did the baby do i see not liking the daddy
2: but baby chris ain't do shit to you tommy i know the baby's adorable
3: first and foremost but yeah she seems very angry for her to say that also the lady did was slam the door in her face um i'm kind of starting to believe the other side because she had a lot she was big mad at the baby Exactly. I just think this
2: whole situation at this point is a joke. They're definitely doing this for the views and to, you know, get everybody to subscribe to Zeus Network. I mean, Natalie has single handedly, she has the Zeus Network on her back. I mean, she's producing a lot of crazy, ratchet content, but people are tuning in, you know, so props to her for being an, a producer. But I mean, between the between this whole Natalie Nun and um, Tommy situation, you have Krishan and Blueface. I mean, Zeus Network is hitting right now.
5: And I came from some little shit like Oxygen. And y'all hoes could never on your best day f a bitch like me. Yeah, I said it. So I get it. Like, you know, like, I had a lot of conversations with Tommy. And she was like, oh, well, you know, I came to the Zeus Network way before all y'all b- It was supposed to be the show called Tommy sh- well, where's your show? I get it. The little bad girl came in this and ran, ran with it and making too much money. I get it. Y'all mad. I'm really the rich bitch, and I'd be humble and I'd be cool. And I'd be just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Buying million dollar mansions, motherfucking every few months. Yeah. I'm a retire on islands and everything else. But that's for another day we can talk about that on another day Real. it's always fun and games until a is mad that she's really broke
3: yeah i'm still not subscribing though i i'll watch the clips and stuff and you know yeah, i'll get into the mess <laughs> but i'm still i'm not downloading that damn app but i'll listen to it and you know see what what's being said about it but um yeah tommy definitely has a reputation. Of not being able to handle her liquor. This is not the first time that she's either been kicked off a show or she has just wild the fuck out. And you know, I think Tommy is stunning. Like she is so beautiful, she's a beautiful woman. Um, she kind of has she has a very nasty attitude. But mm-hmm. as far as her being, you know, reality TV, I feel like she is very now, she's older, you know. I feel like she's a little too old to be acting like this, and I'm not like age shaming or anything like that, but just comparing her to Krishan. Krishan wilding out and doing stuff like that. I okay, she's young. Like Tommy, girl, you're too you yeah, should Tommy's be Tommy's like this. damn
2: near 40, if not 40.
3: Yeah, she she's should grown. be past. She's this. got grown
2: kids. Yeah, she got kids that are probably as old as Krishan. And it's just like, when are you gonna grow up? I mean, she's been through a lot. Why not try and do better for yourself? That's what I don't understand. But then again, you know, she's on a show called what Bad Girls Baddies or Baddies West or whatever. Baddy, yeah, you know? Baddies West.
3: I didn't I yeah. thought she was gonna take on because when I heard she was on it, I was like, Okay, all right, because you know you're thinking it's gonna be a bunch of, you know, younger girls. So I'm like, Well, maybe she's gonna come in and kind of play like a, a mentor type right. No, hell no, that ain't how Zeus is getting down. They're just gonna be <laughs> fighting and whooping each other's ass and going places and just acting a fool. And I, you know, it's I, it's on the blogs. It's got which, you know, I don't know how their advertisement and stuff works. Sometimes I feel like they'd be paying the blogs to promote some of this stuff, but people are talking about it. The whole Tommy and Natalie Nunn situation is definitely something that people are organically talking about. So it'll be interesting to see how the fight turns out. Um, but uh, I don't know. I guess if I had to bet, I put my money on Tommy. Mm,
2: that's going to be interesting. Does Natalie look like she can, you know, because Tommy snuck her? So Natalie she did. Looks like she can tell them things
3: as well. So it's going to be interesting. And didn't Natalie and Krishan fight one time as well? That I don't know. I don't. I think they might have gotten into it, but I don't know if I think it was. I know Roly. I think it was Roly and Natalie that. Fought. I don't know. Hell, I'll be getting.
2: I, I, like I they said. I don't watch that network. You can't keep up.
3: I think that's part of their contracts, honestly. I think if you want to be on this show, you have to at least fight once or twice. But I, I don't know if Natalie and Krishan fought. Because um, it seems like every fight that Krishan is in, usually you'll you'll see. Because she just mops the floor with people. She can fight now.
5: Yeah, I'd can. like to see.
3: Yes, I'd like to see uh, Krishan in a boxing match. That I, might, I probably still wouldn't subscribe, but I'd probably care more. Um, but anyways, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they got into it or not, but Natalie does fight. That's one thing I will say about her uh, being on the cast. Cause you know, like with the, what was it? Basketball wives, Shawnee, like couldn't nobody really talk sideways to her. Everybody kind of looked at Shawnee like, all right, you know, we can all go in on each other, Shawnee. No, but Natalie really will. She'll be fighting with people. She'll be getting in the mess. So she, she puts in work. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Natalie says she's about to get her damn executive producer points. I'm not mad at her. (laughs) It looks like she's very much involved in the show, literally. You know, she's just not there to look cute and stand by. Like, she's really in them girls' faces. They're going back and forth. You know, child, bless the Zeus Network and all their mess.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they definitely
2: have a reputation. Yeah. Um, And she's Natalie's cool. I've met her. She's a tea sipper, actually.
3: Okay, you know, and I, didn't think
2: I yeah, I didn't I didn't think she knew who I was. And she came up to me. We we're talking at one of Jason Lee's um get to this. And she was like, I'm a tea sipper. And, you know, she's really cool in real life. And so is Krishan. You know, I've seen Tommy. I wasn't really feeling Tommy's vibe. I I she was at, I think, one of Cardi B's party. I just remember her being really short, even with heels on. I don't think she's taller than five three, even with heels Damn. on.
3: Like Tommy's in the short girl club. I feel yeah, like you, she's, Tommy.
2: She's yeah, really <laughs> short. And you know, as much as she talks, I thought she's gonna be like six, you know, six foot five eleven. But yeah. she's really itty bitty. But she's very she's got pretty a deep though. voice. Yeah, she's yeah, beautiful, she's,
3: but yeah, she's she gets pretty. mean.
2: Yeah, she she's a little chihuahua. She's little and mean and ready to fight at the drop of the dime. But you know, like I said, it's it's always funny to see some of these people outside of you know these shows and things like that because a lot of times they tend to be like really cool, really nice people. Um, but, you know, they got to do stuff, you know, on television to get clicks and views and go yeah. viral. So good luck to them. And, you know, this boxing match, chat. I wonder I who's out. It'll gonna do well. In. It might. I'm sure it will. I mean, hell, look how many people tune in to watch Logan Paul and all these YouTubers fight.
3: Right, exactly. So I'm I'm glad to see you know some women able to you know make a coin off of it and and things like that too. But uh, yeah, shout out to Natalie if, and um, Krishan and all them. You know I'm glad that they're able to at least monetize off of this. Um, but uh, it'll definitely be interesting to to see. But Tommy, I Tommy kind of gives me crazy vibes though. That's the only thing. <laughs> Natalie's very centered. She seems to be somewhat reasonable. Tommy is just, can be completely unreasonable. And uh yeah, I, I don't know. She's like when she gets mad and she starts yelling, I'm like, damn, she's scary. Cause she gets yeah. her voice. But so deep. I'm like, okay, Tommy.
2: Yeah. Like she completely blacks out when she gets upset. So it's going to be interesting to see who ends up winning this fight. So yeah. on that note, we've been on here for an hour. I want to thank you, Emily, for coming on to Tea Time Unfiltered. This has been another great show. Lots of really good discussions.
3: Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. I always have a good time. I always enjoy coming and talking.
2: Definitely. So, T-Sippers, like I said in the beginning, half of this we posted on YouTube. Feel free to leave a comment over there to watch the full video uninterrupted with the video clips. Go to the Spotify app and everything will be there. Make sure you're logged in and we will talk to you guys later. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.